Hey there, everybody. It's Lee from the Story Pirates, back in action with a brand new episode that will knock your socks off with such force that your socks will enter a parallel dimension and create a new life for themselves as sentient socks. But seriously, today's episode has all sorts of fun stuff like edible leaves, trombones, underwater graffiti artists, and our incredible special guest, the comedian Lauren Holt. All that and more coming up right after these quick words for the grown-ups. Hey, grown-ups! We are so incredibly grateful to you for listening to Story Pirates. Season 6 was really, really fun to make, and we're so excited for Season 7 right around the corner. To help us make the Story Pirates podcast the best it can be, we've created a short survey for our listeners, and we'd really, really appreciate it if you could take a few minutes to fill it out. You'll be able to tell us what you like about the Story Pirates podcast and what you'd like to see us do in the future. To fill it out, just go to realm.fm slash kids. That's realm, spelled R-E-A-L-M, dot F-M slash kids. And as a thank you, everyone who fills it out can enter to win a prize pack from a whole bunch of different kids' podcasts, including Story Pirates! pretty cool. Again, that website is realm.fm slash kids. Thank you. Now back to the show. Hey, grownups. If you're a fan of comedy, there's a brand new podcast from our friend Justin Bartha that I wanted to tell you about. You may remember Justin from episode seven this season. He's the treasure hunter at the Met. And as you heard, a seriously funny actor. Justin's show is called King of the Egg Cream. And in addition to Justin, it has just the most incredible cast. Again, this show's just for grownups and probably older kids. Grownups, you can take a listen yourself and see what you think. But if you're a fan of hilarious stuff and well-told stories, you will probably like King of the Egg Cream. Here's a taste. This egg cream is delicious. I wish the chocolate syrup inside wasn't so expensive. If you'd like to save some shekels and have some fun at the same time, make sure you tune in to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. And now, back to the show. (laughs) Wow. Just wow. Wow! Uh, hey, Nemini, if you don't mind my asking, why are you out here in the ocean staring at the side of the ship and saying wow a bunch? Oh, I'm looking at this mural of a balloon and a jellyfish I found painted on the starboard of the ship. A mural? Yeah, you know, a piece of artwork that's been painted or applied to a wall, ceiling, or otherwise permanent structure. Nemini, I know what a mural is. I meant it like, a mural? Ah, uh, I see. Yes, a mural. It stopped me right in my tracks as I was out for my afternoon swim. Wow, this mural is extremely beautiful. Right? It's funny and and satirical, yet poignant and so smart. I can't believe I've never noticed it on the ship before. Me neither. I feel like this is definitely a mural I would have remembered swimming by at some point. Ugh, I mean, look at the detail on this thing. I know. (sighs) Something about that red balloon floating away from that young, 
Black and white jellyfish just immediately makes me want to cry. Yes, completely. And the spray paint even looks fresh, as if the wall is weeping too. Just wow. Just wow. Hey, Eric and Nimini. Oh, whoa. Are y'all okay? I didn't mean to swim in on your cry time. Oh, Wiley. Uh, no, my cry time is actually later in the day. We were actually just admiring this beautiful mural of the jellyfish in the balloon that we've never noticed here on the starboard of the ship. Oh, yes, of course. The beautiful mural of the jellyfish in the balloon. Wait a second. What? What mural? This one right here. Oh, my goodness. I don't think the starboard has ever had a mural on it. I mean, I should know. This is where I have my cry time, so I look at it a lot. Yeah, the starboard is a great place for cry time. Uh, I usually prefer the kitchen. Has anyone tried touching it? Gasp! It's still wet! Someone has secretly graffitied a moving and satirical art piece onto our ship! Wow. Just wow! I just like writing stories. That's a good line. What kind? And never give up on your story. I make up my own music, and that inspires me that jokes are very funny. The Story Pirates. Welcome back to the Story Pirates podcast, everyone. We take stories written by kids and turn them into sketch comedy and songs. Hey, we heard you doing the intro without us, and whoa, hey, cool mural. It's funny and satirical, yet poignant and so smart. Why am I crying while I look at this? It's like the jellyfish is losing something. But I'm filled with the feeling that it's all going to be okay. Who painted this? Not me. Not me. <sighs> well, we'll surely get to the bottom of who tagged the ship, but first, let's do a story. And here to introduce it is the author. I'm Teddy. I'm seven years old, and I live in Maryland. My story is the July Playdate. Mom, I'm home. Perfect timing, honey. I just finished baking these brownies. Time to celebrate with a celebratory guitar riff on my guitar. Nice guitar riff, Mom. Thanks. And these brownies look great. Ouch, hot. Honey, be careful. Those are your guitar playing fingers. My guitar playing fingers? Sure, what else would you use them for that's as important as playing guitar? Our family's fingers were built for guitar playing forever and ever. Ah, guitar. Mom, how come you're so passionate about the guitar? As far back as I can remember, my family have been guitar players. Me, my mom, my mom's mom, my mom's mom's aunt, my mom's mom's aunt's second cousin twice removed, and that rude woman I met at the bank who turned out to be my long-lost twin. So we're a guitar family. That's right. It's like the old saying goes, ain't no family like a guitar family because a guitar family can play Wonderwall together whenever they want. Okay, great. Hey, Mom, look, something's happening outside. Oh, I love outside. Exiting to outside, Riff. Phew, now that my mom's outside, I can secretly practice my other instrument, the trombone. Is that a trombone I hear? <laughs> hey, Em, it's your old daddy-o checking in to say I am so proud that you've been practicing your trombone. Proud Dad Trombone Lick. 
A lick is like a riff, but for horns. Hey, Dad, why do you love the trombone so much? Everyone in my family is a trombone player. Me, my dad Tommy Trombone, my grandfather Bill Brassman, uh, my third cousin Manny, it's like a longer trumpet Miller. We've always been a trombone family. I guess. Hey, Dad, I think there's something wrong with the downstairs computer. The computer? Maybe you should go and check on it. I can fix it. I'll go turn it off and then on again. I don't want to hurt my dad's feelings either. He'll never understand that I play two instruments. <gasps> I gotta hide this trombone. Hun, I'm back from outside, and wouldn't you know it, I found a leaf that looks like Carlos Santana. Oh, such a noble mustache. Did I just hear a trombone? Nope, that was just a bird. A, a plane, I mean. I mean, a bird plane. I mean, hey, is that a squirrel outside? A squirrel? I gotta see this. Sense of awe and wonderment at nature's beauty riff. That was close. I better just practice my guitar. Oh, Emma. Oh, no. I'm back. Uh, was that a guitar I heard? Nope. Hmm, checks out. Anyway, see you later. Phew, now to the trombone. I'm back. And I'll tell you, that squirrel looked deep into my soul. It moved me. I was just playing the guitar. Oh, I'm so proud. Leaving obliviously, Riff. Okay, back to the guitar for real. I'm back. I'm back. Oh. And I'm sad to report that that squirrel and I are now mortal enemies. Mom and Dad, stop it. Huh? I don't even know who I am anymore. What do you mean, Emma? I have something to tell you. I play the guitar. I know. You what? And the trombone. I know. You what? I play both the guitar and the trombone. That's outrageous. That's unbelievable. That's incredible. incredible. It is? Of course. Why would you keep something like that from us? You're just both so passionate about your instruments, and I felt like you wanted me to choose between them. We would never want you to feel that way. The guitar and the trombone are both lovely instruments. I just happen to play the guitar. I'm a natural. You know, like Jimi Hendrix or Memphis Minnie or <laughs> me. And I love the trombone, just like Vic Dickinson or Kai Winding or Trombone Shorty. Are you making those names up? You've never heard of Trombone Shorty? Hun, it's like you don't even read my newsletter. It's very long. Well, if you guys want to see me play, my best friend and I are planning on doing a guitar trombone concert at our play date today. We'd love to. To, to the, the July, July play date. Welcome everybody to the biggest musical event of the year, the July Playdate. Introducing first, on rhythm guitar, me, Emma's best friend. Yeah. Yes, you go, Emma's friend. And on guitar and trombone, Emma. Woo. That's yes. my girl. Thank you, thank you. This one is for all the guitars and trombones out there. One, two, one, two, three, four. Didn't know what I was looking for, didn't know who I wanted to be. Couldn't see all I needed was my guitar, my trombone, and me.
feel just like Vic Dickinson. Who is that? You don't know Vic Dickinson? He played with Blanche Calloway's orchestra. I send the newsletter out twice a week and I... You know what, Emma? This is your day. No, it's our day. Guitar and trombone solo! And now, Lee speaks with the author. Hi, Lee. Hey, Teddy. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm so excited to talk to you. Me too. How did you come up with your story, The July Play Date? It just came in my head. The characters in your story play instruments. Do you play any instruments? Yes, I actually play two instruments. The ukulele and the saxophone. Wow, you're just like Emma, the girl in your story. Yeah. Why did you decide to play two instruments and not just one? Well, my dad played the saxophone, and I, my dad had to get a new saxophone because his old one was starting to get old, so I decided I wanted to play his old one. What type of music do you play on the saxophone? I make up my own music. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you think that I could hear something on your saxophone? Okay. <laughs> Wow, that sounded great. How do you make a sound on the saxophone? Can you tell anyone listening that doesn't know? It's called a mouthpiece. You blow into it and then it makes music. Is the mouthpiece just a piece of plastic or is there another part to it? It's called a reed. Oh, there's a reed on the mouthpiece too. Yeah. What is a reed? It's wood. Do you know what it does, how that helps you make a sound? It vibrates. Oh, that's so cool. Okay, now what about the ukulele? Do you have that? Yes. That was gorgeous. That felt like a cool tropical breeze blowing through my hair. Thanks. What's the feeling like when you play an instrument? Well, it kind of makes me feel good. What do you think will be the next instrument that you add to your repertoire? Piano. Piano. That's a good one. What do you like about the piano? You can, like, make it sound different. Like, on one side, you can make it sound, like, really loud. And there are these pedals at the bottom. You can push one down, and then it makes it, like, keep going for a long time. Oh, yeah, the sustain pedal. Yeah. That's interesting. I think pianos are cool because you can play them soft or you can play them loud. Yeah. So what inspired you to put a trombone and a guitar in your story? I just got the idea of two instruments. What's the special thing that a trombone can do? It can extend out. And what sound does it make when you extend out that slide? Yeah, like it bends the note, right? Yeah. Teddy, before we go, can you play us out with some more sax? Thank you for picking my story. You're so welcome. Thank you for writing it and sending it in. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. Sorry. The graffiti mural sucked me in again. If I look at it for more than three seconds, I honestly can't control the tears. I hope this doesn't throw off my cry time schedule. Wait a second, look! There's a 
tiny black and white angelfish here at the bottom of the mural. You know, a lot of graffiti artists have their own personal tag like that, that they use instead of signing their name. I wonder if that's the signature of the artist who did this. <sighs> you said angelfish? Oh boy, this isn't just any random sea graffiti. This is sea art done by the incredibly famous and hugely anonymous sea artist, Angelfish. Angelfish? Okay, what is a sea artist and how soon can I join the union? Sea art is any art that a sea creature has created for public sea visibility. It's free and can be enjoyed by anyone and everyone. And Angelfish is one of the best and most famous anonymous sea artists in the whole ocean. All right, that rules. <laughs> I'm sure it's super similar to acting and singing, so I'll probably pick it up very quickly. Wait a minute. If the paint here is still wet, then that means it must be recently painted, which means angelfish could be nearby. Yes, they are. I can feel them. Their sad but brilliant energy is something only another artist could sense. Oh, Megan, I wouldn't lean on that wall like that. The paint's still wet. It's my way of connecting with the sea artist and drawing out their energy. Megan, you sort of ruined the mural. Aww. I guess it's a good thing that angelfish has never shown their identity. Not for any reason ever. What? My painting! It's ruined! <gasps> Gasp! Oh. My. Gosh. It's angelfish in the flesh! Er, in the fish. I spent days on that! You ruined my masterpiece! No, I didn't ruin it. I just added my contribution to the piece. Artiste a artiste. Angelfish doesn't work artiste a artiste. Angelfish is a lone, anonymous sea wolf, scattering wisdom in the form of graffiti all over the ocean. Do you always talk about yourself in the third person? Because if you do, and it's a sea artist thing, then I love it, and Megan is going to start doing it too. No, I don't know. I'm just frazzled. Wait, you're not even an angelfish. You're just a catfish. No, don't look at me. Wow, that is ironic. <laughs> a catfish catfishing as an angelfish? <laughs> Please avert your eyes. My identity is supposed to be hidden. I've never been discovered before. Never, though? I mean, someone must know your identity. Nope. Not even my mother knows what I do. I've always been able to keep my identity completely anonymous. Well, okay, there was this one paparazzi who managed to follow me into a sunken and tried to snap a picture of me while I was grabbing a coffee. Oh, yes, I remember that headline in the news. Angelfish sighting. Famous sea artist sells out for a cup of sunken coffee. It was just once, okay? I never went back again and ended up moving halfway across the ocean just to throw everyone off my scent and stay under the radar. But now, what does it matter? Now they're... Ten of you that have seen my face and my identity is compromised. All because you ruined my piece and I just had to say something. Who even are you humans? Oh, hi, Angelfish. I'm Eric, huge fan. And that's Nimini, Lee, Megan, Peter, Rachel, Rolo, Siegfried, Baby with a Mustache, and Lufa. We're the Story Pirates. And we promise we won't tell anybody who you are so you can just keep doing what you're doing. Well, I might tell, but it's because I'm awful at keeping things hidden. Uh, surprises, candy, my wallet. Okay, so other than Rachel, we won't tell. That's only one person. Oh, and the kids who write stories? Yeah, we'll probably tell them. Oh, yeah, and the folks who listen to our podcast. Excuse me? Our podcast. The one that we stream all over the world to millions of people, where we take stories written by kids and turn them into sketch comedy and songs. We said all this like six minutes ago, am I right? 
And that's recording right now. Um, yep. All right. Okay. Well, uh, that's, uh, yeah, that's it then. Um, that's it. <laughs> my career as an anonymous sea artist is toast. <laughs> if I can't do my work anonymously, then I can't do it at all. I, I, I have to quit sea art forever. <gasps> we'll be right back. Hey, grown-ups! Today's episode is sponsored by DoorDash, where you can get $0 delivery fees on eligible orders with DashPass, and new members get a 30-day free trial. Hey, Peter! Hey, Lee! What you doing? Just waiting for a delivery. Oh, that's cool. What are you getting? It's here! Thank you! Delicious sushi! Aren't you going to eat it now? Oh, no. I'm waiting for a delivery. I thought that was your delivery. Another delivery. It's here! Thank you! What's that delivery? Groceries. Uh, want help putting them away? Thanks, but not yet. I'm waiting for a delivery. Another delivery? It's here! Thank you! Peter, why are you getting... It's here! Thank you! This seems like a lot of... It's here! Thank you! Peter, why do you keep getting so many deliveries? It's too easy! I can't stop! Well, what's that delivery you just got? Oh, more sushi? Wow, I guess getting that many deliveries makes you hungry. You have no idea. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Hey, grown-ups! Today's episode is brought to you by Paramount Pictures' new big-screen family comedy adventure, If. Set within the magical world of imaginary friends, If's fantastically fun original story entertains audiences of all ages and delivers a comedy packed with lots of laughs and heart. If is in theaters May 17th. Personally, I'm looking forward to seeing If because of all the weird, wild, and funny characters. I saw the trailer, and there's this weird banana-looking character that you can only see in the trailer for like a second, but I'm obsessed. What's that guy's deal? I cannot wait to find out. Plus, if you know me, you know I like a stacked cast, and this one has got it all. Ryan Reynolds, John Krasinski, Kaylee Fleming, Fiona Shaw, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Louis Gossett Jr., and Steve Carell. Uh, A-list much? Not to mention that If also has my personal favorite actor of all time. That's right, Jon Stewart. I am excited to see this movie, not least of all, because I'd like to see and or hear Jon Stewart on the big screen. From visionary director John Krasinski, If is about a girl who discovers that she can see everyone's imaginary friends. It's the perfect movie to see with the whole family and takes audiences on a magical big screen adventure filled with heart and hilarious laughs that are meant to be shared. Best of all, If celebrates the power of a child's imagination, which, you know, sounds pretty good to me. See If in theaters May 17th. I have to quit sea art forever! No, please, Angelfish, you can't quit. If you quit, then who's going to be my ticket into the sea artist industry? Yes, I can quit! 
My anonymity is everything to me. Not just for privacy, but for the health of my art. My last non-anonymous exhibition was so void of emotion and inspiration that I was laughed out of the gallery. I've been making independent, poignant sea art anonymously ever since. That doesn't need a gallery or a museum to let it move you. Wow, I didn't realize how much this public sea art could mean to sea creatures. Or how intense it can be to have to create art with your identity attached. Exactly! And people just get so obsessed with making a celebrity out of artists these days. That's a bad thing? Not necessarily, but I don't want to be a celebrity. I don't want people to know it's me because then they're going to stop thinking about the art in front of them and more about me and how I fit into the piece. Really. I want anyone who sees it to ask how they fit into the piece. If I can't have that, then what's the point of making art? What's the point of making art? Every point! All the points! Art is just full of points and reasons to do it because even just the act of creating art is a positive force of good for anyone around it. Whether it's acting, or singing, or the art of soup. Thank you. Or funny yet poignant sea art. What do you know about funny yet poignant sea art? I may not know a lot about sea art specifically, but I know a lot about pressure and making mistakes when you're trying to share something with the world. Go on. Bad art happens. It just does. But that's okay. Sometimes the point of making something is not the end result, but the experience itself. Yeah, I hear that. That's always been my favorite part of what I do. When it's just me in the zone, letting the spray paint take me wherever it wants to go. Yes, but just because that curtain might get pulled back doesn't mean you have to change what you're doing to accommodate the people you're now aware are watching you. Wow, sorry, I'm, I'm feeling a lot of feelings right now. But then when you do, the people watching now expect something. Then let them expect something and do something different or do whatever you want. You know what's important to you and what you want to say? Trust that and trust your talent, and I think you'll be just fine. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not crying at your speech. I was just looking at the balloon and the jellyfish for too long again. <laughs> I'm crying at your speech. <laughs> that was beautiful, Megan. <laughs> hey, Thanks. I did play the character of Mom once in a local car dealership commercial, and I think I really developed some wisdom. I'm sensing we make very different types of art. Oh, yes, definitely. <laughs> well, thank you. Um, Megan, right? Everything you said makes so much sense, and I think I'm ready to maybe try putting my face out there again and let people know the sea art is mine. Oh, that's what I like to hear. And no problem. I love talking artiste-a-artiste. <clears throat> so, now that your existential crisis seems to be pretty wrapped up, can I just ask one question, Angelfish, if I may call you Angelfish? My real name is Jennifer. Call me Jennifer. Well, Jennifer, would you like to join us for a little bit of our art? A story? Um, I would love that. Hooray! Okay, listeners, if you've ever felt that what makes you different also makes you great, then you're going to like this next story. Here to introduce it is the author. Hi, my name's Gabriella, and I'm 10 years old, and I'm from Virginia. This is my story, The Short Next Giraffe. Wow, there's nothing like being a kid at the zoo on a Saturday morning. Hey, what's that animal over there? Excuse me, zookeeper, is that a 
spotted horse? Oh, oh, no, you silly kid. That's no spotted horse. That's Tyson, the short-necked giraffe. Whoa. And if you'll excuse me, I've got to deliver him these leaves. He can't reach them on his own. I'll keep his secret. <clears throat> hey, Tyson, leaf delivery. Those leaves are looking mm-mm yum. Thanks, Zookeeper Gimba. Happy to help. I know leaves can be hard to reach on account of your super-duper-ooper short neck. I wouldn't call my neck super-duper-ooper short. Are you kidding? Your neck is shorter than Small Fry Pete, my third cousin on my mom's side. Really nice guy, really very short. He's always making this funny sound and goes like, Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, he might be a baby. That's definitely a baby. Oh, well, you look at that. Mystery solved. Okay, well, have a great day. Zookeeper Gimba is right. My neck is super duper uber short. I'm the lamest attraction at the zoo. Might as well drown my sorrow in these leaves. <laughs> Oh, Tyson. Hey, Mom. Hey, Dad. Was that Zookeeper Gimba delivering you freshly trimmed leaves again? It was. Now, Tyson, Zookeeper Gimba is extremely busy. She doesn't have time to deliver you leaves every single morning. What do we always tell you? I need to grow up and learn how to get leaves for myself. Tyson, you're a smart giraffe. There are ways to get leaves with a short neck. I guess I could douse my neck in plant fertilizer? Oh, no, 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 I wouldn't. Your Aunt Kath tried fertilizer on her nub tail. It got weird. Finish up those leaves, son. I don't want you to be late for giraffe school. Okay. Here I am at school, just in time for lunch. Now, where's the lunch line? It's hard to see over all these long-necked giraffes. Excuse me, is this the lunch line? What's the matter, no-neck? Can't see above us normal-necked giraffes? Yes, that is exactly what's going on. This lunch line involves grabbing leaves off of trees. Trees that you can't reach. Now, scram. <laughs> Fine, I will scram. Goodbye, cruel school. <laughs> Oh, those giraffes were brutal, and all that scramming has got me hungry. I'll have to settle for this grassy field. <laughs> oh, grass is straight up Yuckville, USA, and I'm the mayor. Why can't I just be a normal giraffe who eats leaves? I happen to have a fresh bag of tree-trimmed leaves right here. Oh, hello there. I, I didn't see you. Well, that's because I intentionally snuck up on you for dramatic effect. Who are you? The name's Rexy. I recruit talent for the local carnival, and you are talented. I can spot it from a mile away. In fact, that's what happened. I spotted your spots. <laughs> spotted your spots. It's catchy, right? I'm also a poet in my free time. I'm Tyson. Nobody's ever called me talented before. Well, allow me to scream it from the mountaintops. I can see your name in lights now. Tyler the Spotted Horse. It's Tyson. Also, I'm not a spotted horse. I'm a giraffe with a short neck. You sure? Because spotted horse sounds a whole lot more spicy than giraffe with the short neck. A spotted horse gets all the leaves their little neck, I mean heart, desires. My parents did tell me I needed to find a way to get leaves on my own. I'm in. Get ready to be a star. Welcome fans and patrons to the carnival. We've got bears in tutus. We've got stale popcorn and 
for the first time ever, we've got Spicy, the world's only spotted horse. A spotted horse? Oh, that sounds straight up spicy. Five tickets, please. Hey, get in line, pal. We've been waiting hours to see Spicy. Yeah, back of the line. Okay. Okay. Starts around the corner, okay? Wow, there's a line out the door, Rexy. Are all these people really here to see me? Get used to it, baby. You're living the rock star lifestyle now. It's showtime. I want you to neigh like you've never neighed before. But I have never neighed before. Exactly. Here goes nothing. Neigh! Yeah! Spicy! 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 <laughs> Get ready to do this every day! Good morning, kiddo. As per usual, there's a line of fans out the door waiting for you. Here are your leaves. Eat up, Spicy. Tyson, for the last time, my name is Tyson. Yikes, what's gotten into you? A star for three weeks, and now he's a diva. Classic. I don't understand why I can't be called Tyson. Because alliteration sells. Take it from me, I'm the alliteration queen. Sure. No, really, that's my copywritten pen name. Anyway, five minutes till showtime! Ugh, thank you, five. I don't know how much longer I can do this. All right, who here is ready to take a ride on Spicy the Spotted Horse? Oh, I'm ready. I've been waiting all morning. Here's one ticket. I'll give you a boost. Hey, <sighs> Spicy, don't forget to neigh. Nay, nay, I'm a horse doing a neigh. Perfect. Now, isn't that fun, kid? Honestly, it's all right. Don't get me wrong, Spicy is cool and all, but just this whole experience makes me miss Tyson, the short-necked giraffe. Really? I, I mean... Who's Tyson? This awesome giraffe I used to see at the zoo. He's got this unique short neck. My best friends and I love him so much, we made a Team Tyson group chat. You have a whole group chat dedicated to me? I mean, Tyson? <laughs> Less talking, more walking, Spicy. I can't do this. <gasps> I'm not Spicy. I'm Tyson, the short neck giraffe. I'd rather be adored by three kids in a group chat for whom I truly am than be loved by hundreds for who I'm not. OMG, you're right. I've been making you live a lie. A lie I've also been living. I am the alliteration queen. Poetry is my heart's calling, not the carnival. Goodbye, all. Follow me on Tumblr. Well, that was unexpected. But no time to dwell. Back to the zoo. Mom, Dad, I'm back. Tyson, we missed you so much. I missed you guys, too. I ran away to the carnival and became Spicy the Spotted Horse. Oh, we know. We got your postcard. Well, the point is, I'm done being someone else. From now on, I'm only going to be... Tyson, the short-necked giraffe. Keep your leaves, Zookeeper Gimba. I'm done relying on others to get them for me. Oh, Tyson, good for you. But, um, well, does anyone know then what I'm supposed to do with all these extra leaves? You know, call me crazy, but they do look pretty. <laughs> Yum. You know what they say about leaves, Zookeeper Gimba. They're not just for giraffes anymore. This story was brought to you by leaves. Leaves, they're not just for giraffes anymore. The end! That's it for today's episode. Thanks for listening, and a big thanks to today's authors, Teddy and Gabriella. Before we go, here's today's story spark. Kids, write us a story about a character from your imagination who is different from everyone around them. You know, like the short-necked giraffe. But what makes them different actually makes them incredibly special. As always, grown-ups can submit stories at storypirates.com. See you next week. 
Production of Gimlet Media, executive produced by Lee Overtree and Benjamin Salka. This episode was produced by Sam Bear, Mike Cavallon, Chad Chennai, Peter McNerney, Andrew Miller, Megan O'Neill, Lee Overtree, Jonathan Roberts, Jasmine Romero, Rachel Winitsky, and Nimini Ware. Recording, sound design, and mixing by Sam Bear at the Relic Room in New York City. Our theme song was written by Bobby Lord, arranged by Brendan O'Grady and Jack Mitchell, produced by Brendan O'Grady, and featuring the beatboxing of Kayla Milady. Musical scoring by Jack Mitchell. Our head writer is Rachel Winitsky. Staff writers are Mike Cavallon and Mahala Lawrence. Contributing writers are Dylan Fugel, Rachel Jurofsky, Peter McNerney, Megan O'Neill, and Lee Overtree. Special guest, Lauren Holt. This episode features performances by Eric Austin, Ryan Chittapong, Elijah Crocker, Sasha Diamond, Chris Ferry, Lindsay Ford, Christina Grosspeach, Quinton Johnson, Leslie Kareen, Peter McNerney, Megan O'Neill, Lee Overtree, Peter Russo, Rachel Winitsky, Nimini Ware, and Matt Zimbrano. The July Playdate song was written by Dylan Fugel and Eric Gerson and produced by Eric Gerson with additional production by Brendan O'Grady. I wonder what's on TV. This story was brought to you by Leaves. Leaves, they're not just for giraffes anymore. Jeez, these commercials for Leaves are all over the place. They're so aggressive. You know what? Maybe I'll just listen to a podcast instead. Okay, and play. This story was brought to you by Uh, Leaves. Leaves, they're not just for giraffes anymore. More Leaves? Come on. Fine, I'll just read a magazine. Just open this one right here. This story was brought to you by Leaves. Even the magazine? They're not just for giraffes anymore. I've had enough, Big Leaf. You can't manipulate me with your marketing to want leaves. Though they do look pretty good. Oh, wonder who's at the door. This story was brought to you by Leaves. Leaves, they're not just for giraffes anymore.